Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. I'm glad you've tuned in again today. I enjoyed sharing out of James yesterday. I told you that yesterday morning I just woke up early and, and listened to the book of James and it was really touched by a number of passages of Scripture that just rang out to me, really rang out to me. And I shared one of those yesterday into the second chapter of James and talking about faith and works. And so if you didn't listen yesterday, go back to the archive, go to 941 The Voice and archive Life Point and listen to yesterday's show. And and today I'm following that up. I'm moving over a chapter to chapter four because there were some verses in chapter four that again laid hold of my heart, and I want to respond to those things that certainly lay hold of my heart. So I'm glad you're listening. No, and I hope your week's going well. I hope you are very involved in walking with God. hope you're very involved with your church family. I hope you are being a living example in your own family and that people are seeing Jesus in you and that your kids know without a shadow of a doubt that you're in love with Jesus, that it's not even a question and that Jesus is put first in your life, that's what it's about. It's about living Jesus and being an example. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for this day. This is the day you've given us, and it's a great one because we have an opportunity to walk with you, an opportunity to share you, an opportunity to make a difference in someone else's life. Lord, put people in our path that we can love on, that we can show the love of Jesus to, that they would also respond God, open our minds, quicken our spirit, give us what we need to be men and women of Almighty God. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, let's move over to chapter 4 of James. I told you yesterday they believe the author of James was a half-brother of Jesus just because the other two Jameses were not capable or not capable, but you just don't hear anything about spiritually. And the other James was already uh, dead by the time uh, this was written, so they believe it was written by James, the half-brother of Jesus. So he he would have got to see Jesus close up, and, and so he, he said some great things. It's a great book. The whole book of James, it's easy to read. It's five chapters. You can read it in, well, I don't know how fast you read, but you can read it in a short period of time. And there's there's some things you're gonna they're going to uh, stand out. I have I'm looking at my Bible and I have the whole whole book of James. <laughs> so much of it is underlined here because there are just so many key key verses that I want to remember. And so when I open my Bible and I have them underlined or I have them highlighted, I go straight to those and I read those and it makes a difference. Well, let's start with chapter four and let me just uh, read a little bit down here. Then I'll talk more about some of it than the other. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Listen to that. Listen to the the whole premise of that. You don't have because you don't ask. And and if you don't have and you say, well, I asked, but then you ask with the wrong motives. It's for self-pleasure. It's for 
building yourself up or taking care of your own needs. But if you ask in the will of God, and you ask God to open up doors and take care of situations without a selfish heart, he is faithful and just to do that. He says, and then he was saying earlier, he said, you desire, but you do not have. You know, you, what you do, you covet, you, you, you cannot get what you want. So what you do, you quarrel and you fight about it. You know, that's, that's this world. The enemy would love to have us quarrel. He'd love to have us fight. That's the way it is in the church. People, the enemy would love to have you quarrel and fight with your staff, with your leadership, because you don't like the way something is. I'm telling you, get right with God and you do what you can to help the church reach the lost for Jesus and to encourage them. Let's be encouragers in our church. But James went on to say, after he was saying all this, he said, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship of the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think Scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the Spirit he has caused to dwell in us? But he gives us more grace. This is what the Scripture said. God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. He opposes the proud. He shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will give you what it what you need to move forward in life. But see, he's, he's very clear here. He says, if you choose to be a friend of the world, then you're going to pay the consequences. You're going to fall into the world's hands. You're going to fall into the enemy's camp. You don't want to fall in the enemy's camp. If you knew an enemy was chasing you, chasing you, and they were in a camp, you wouldn't wander through and just say, hey, how y'all doing? What's going on? No, you would avoid that because you would not want to get hurt or killed by these enemies. But yet so many of us dangle the apple in front of Satan. We will play with fire. We will play with the world's ideas. Right now, we're seeing it over and over again in society. We're giving in to these ideas and, and the justification of things that are so not biblical. Run from the very appearance of evil. The sa- Satan wants to get us in his camp. I hope churches will stand up so many are falling to the world's philosophies. There's a price to be paid. We're going to stand before the judgment seat of Almighty God. And where are you going to be? What's he going to say to you? Oh, you gave in because you had a family member that was this way or that way, or, or it just felt right, or you just felt bad. Don't feel bad about following the Word of God. Follow God's holy mandates, and you will be blessed. Well, verse, I love these next few verses, verse 7 through 10, is ones that many of you have heard over and over again because it's a very prominent part of who we are as people of God. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash you hands, your sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. 
Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning, your joy to gloom. Humble yourself before the Lord, and He will lift you up. Humble yourself before the Lord, and He will lift you up. You know, that is such an important passage, especially early on. Submit yourselves then to God. Then to God. He says, resist the devil. Resist the temptations that the world is telling you and saying, this is okay. This is okay. God loves people just where they're at. God loves every human being. God created them in his own image. He loves them, but he doesn't love what they do. He gives them a choice. He gives us a choice. He gave Adam and Eve a choice in the garden to live and walk with him. The only thing he asks is, do not eat from the, of the tree from good and evil. Do not, do not participate. Do not eat. Don't do it. You have all this other luscious fruit. You have all these other great things around you. Just don't touch the one. So what do they do? Eventually, they touch the one. And then life begins. An enemy starts showing himself through the early serpent that tempted Eve. On and on it goes. And all of a sudden, the world is going in chaos in fact, so much chaos, Noah and his family, God chose them to, to go to the ark and to encourage other people, but nobody else would come. The world was destroyed of the flood because of the terrible sin that had started because of giving in to the enemy. So what does he tell us to do here in James? Resist the devil. He said, resist him. And then it says this, if you resist him, he will flee from you. Some of you are dealing with some of that right now. I'm telling you, in the name of Jesus, resist the devil. Allow him to flee from you and get your heart and your spirit right with Almighty God. He will forgive you. He will walk with you. Remember what it says in verse 8. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. It is a choice, as I told my daughter growing up all the time. Honey, you've got a choice to make. You can make some good choices or poor choices. The choices that will affect your life in a positive way, choices that will affect your life in a negative way. How are you choosing? What are you choosing to do? I would ask that each one of us, that we would submit ourselves to God and allow the Spirit of God to lead us. And if we've sinned against God, that we'd say, Lord, forgive me, walk with me, give me strength, give me hope for tomorrow. Lord, I need your power and strength in my life, and I know that you will help me, and he will help you. And I want to pray for you in closing today, too, that God would give you that strength and that help that you need to be that man or that woman of God that he has called you to be. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for every listener. I thank you for their lives. And Lord, there are some listening today that need to submit to you. And they need the enemy to flee from them. In the name of Jesus, give them courage today to stand up for you and to run from the enemy's voices. Lord, May they resist the devil. 
and submit to you and may their life be different because they said yes to the high calling of serving Almighty God. Amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.